Hey, where were you last week? Oh, wait, that one was on me. I went to my annual guys weekend with some college buddies from UW-Whitewater. We had fun. We hung out at a cabin. We're old dads, so we took naps. We did all sorts of dad things. Uh, It's funny because when we were, you know, younger, we used to, when we had our guys weekend, we used to, you know, drink a lot and carry on. And now in our 40s, we talk about things like sleep apnea and colonoscopies. Great times. Uh, actually, they were great times. Plus, I went and saw my daughter Bree at UW Lacrosse. It was really an excellent weekend. So I missed getting the show ready to publish. But you know what? I'm back this week, and we're talking about a serious issue in our community, and that is the lack of emergency medical technicians. Really, there's a need for EMTs and volunteer firefighters throughout our entire listening area. And since this is a podcast, that entire listening area is the world. Aaron Sweeney is the fire chief service director and emergency manager for the village of Jackson. And he joins me this week to talk about the need for EMTs in our community, what is causing that need and what it takes to become an EMT right here on 15 minutes with fuzz. Thanks for coming in, Chief. So let's uh, start with a little background about you. You're the fire chief, service director, and emergency manager for the village of Jackson. How long have you been with the village? Uh, almost seven years now. Were you with this village first, or where did you start off? No, I actually started out about 29 years ago oh, really? in the U.S. military. So okay. I started as a firefighter and worked my way through, went to the civilian life, and I was in Oshkosh for a couple of years, Chippewa Fire District for by Eau Claire, and and then uh, was up in Rhinelander for approximately 15 years before I came here. Wow, okay. So now you've been here seven years. What do you like most about working for the village of Jackson? Well, it's a great community, and, you know, all the all the people are friendly, and I think everyone wants the same thing. And mm-hmm. it's just a great place to raise your kids and good schools. And Is the village of Jackson Fire Department all volunteer and, and the EMT services? So what we are is a combination fire department. So we have full-time, part-time, and paid on-call. You can start out as as a volunteer and then work your way up uh, through the ranks. I imagine your role is pretty involved. So what kind of things are you responsible for? You have three different titles uh, listed. (laughs) Well, a little bit of everything. But, you know, I'm in in charge of the budgeting, Mm -hmm. payroll, making sure that our EMS services are running right. Uh, making sure that reports are done correctly, and the list can just go on. But I'm um, incident commander in a fire, mm-hmm. uh, just oversee everything that happens in the operation of a fire department. What made you decide to get into public safety? Were you were you a firefighter in the military? Was that how that worked? Okay, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So did you choose that, or did the uh, military choose that for you? <laughs> well, it's a little bit of both. Uh, I just remember as a kid, my uh, my grandparents had a fire, a big dairy farm, and uh, it burnt down. But I just remember my grandpa running in, and uh, he was bringing his cattle out over his shoulders, and I just thought that was uh, the coolest thing. And then my grandma always said, "You got to become an EMT so that you can uh, take care of me when I get older." So. I mean, it was in the background, but I uh, went in the military, and that was one of my choices. And mm-hmm. so I looked into that firefighting, EMS, as well as uh, a search and rescue. And here you are today. Here we are. <laughs> uh, what do you enjoy the most about being the fire chief? 
Well, just uh, developing from the ground up, trying to trying to build a program and and make things better for everyone, not just uh, the fire department, but the community as well. Um, anytime you can help somebody, that's really what it's about, and we pride ourselves on it. I think we we have you know forty seven people in the fire department, and they're all thinking about the same thing, wanting to help somebody. So I suppose as becoming a a fire chief, you know, you go from you know being the, the firefighter and EMT and, 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 and I know you're still doing, you still go out and you're an incident commander and I'm sure you get heavily involved, but now it's a lot of people management now, right? It's pretty much all people <laughs> management. You know, when you have a lot of people, you're, you're just trying to make it work mm-hmm. and as cohesive as possible and um, make it a better place. Yep, certainly. And make sure that the community stays safe and that you guys have the resources you need, right? Absolutely. Um, speaking of that, we hear a lot about the struggles employers are having right now trying to find people to work. And these aren't just isolated to places like, you know, your favorite restaurant or your your mechanic shop. Public safety and emergency services are experiencing it too. So what are you seeing right now when trying to hire EMTs? Well, I think a lot of people are so busy that we don't have volunteers anymore. Um, you look at our uh, kids in sports, and I'm one of them. I have three kids, and they're involved in everything. So mm-hmm. for me to dedicate volunteer hours outside that, it's pretty difficult. So we, we are seeing a major shortage in EMTs, firefighters, just service people in general. And that's not just in Jackson, right? And that's not just here in Washington County either, is it? No, it's it's nationwide. It's overseas as well. So okay. they're trying to combat it, but you know, right now we don't have an answer. It's mainly hiring more part-time, full-time people to fill these positions. And, you know, there's no daylight in sight at mm-hmm. this moment. Why do you think that the market is currently this way? Why do you think that shortage is happening? Well, I think it goes back to what I just sure. uh, talked about with families. And, you know, there's so many requirements for you to do school-wise or, mm-hmm. um, you know, even churches and, you know, clubs are hurting the same way. It's not just the fire service. So everyone's just busy and um, it, it requires a lot of time. So. Yeah. You can't fight fires or save people virtually. <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. I think. So what are your current needs for EMTs? Now, what, what is, uh, if you could snap your fingers in and solve the issue right now, what would that bring for you? Well, I don't think it's just EMTs. It's, you know, it's a, we're a fire department, so it's EMTs and firefighters. As far as the volunteers, you know, you can get people in uh, initially, but they can't do the time commitment, which uh, usually requires, we're pretty low um, because we do have quite a few. Mm -hmm. However, you know, um, it's roughly 45 to 50 hours a, a month that you have to require on a schedule. But that's not including your training. Sure, you know, sure. Lots of training, and um, every Monday night we do training. So that's kind of some part of the the problem is it, it requires a lot of commitment. What does that training look like if you wanted to become, let's say, an EMT specifically? What, what, how much training is involved in that? How long does it take to to get up to speed? So yeah, um, EMT usually takes about six months to go through. Um, most people who work. A job, then go to school at night. Okay, you know, six to nine thirty ish, or two days a week. So it, it it takes about six months to get through. 
that's just EMT basic. Uh, and then there's a next level of advanced, mm -hmm. which we like to try to get you to go through that because, you know, they can start IVs and it's just that, that increase of, of care. Also, there's paramedic, which pretty much requires you not to have a job to go to school. Sure. It's over a year and okay. pretty intense. What is, uh, for the basic EMT program, is that through a place like Moraine Park, or where do you guys send your EMT candidates? Yeah. So we have local co uh, technical colleges around the area, Moraine Park, um, WCTC, mm -hmm. uh, Milwaukee Area Technical College. So between those three is usually where they go, just availability and know if the classes are full or not certainly and finding time in your schedule with your work schedule and those kind of things as well what is the uh, uh is there a cost involved to the person who's becoming emt or is that reimbursed by the department or how does that work so that's one great thing is uh we don't require you to have your emt license okay um you can come in and we'll send you through mm -hmm. you know just in Jackson, we require you to do a two-year commitment because mm -hmm. it's a lot of money sure. that the the village is picking up to to send you through school. So um, that's one benefit is you don't have to have anything; it's paid for. Mm -hmm. you just need a little bit of time. One thing I never quite understood are are volunteer hours uh, unpaid? Is that right, or is there is there a service? Every department's a little bit different. We start out as you're uh, a volunteer intern for one year, and then you get paid as you come in for calls after that. Okay. So it's kind of an incentive, call, yeah, yeah, an incentive to come in and, and be a part of that. What do you need to be qualified to be an EMT? Like it, personally, is there is there things that you're looking for, the right kind of person, or how does that work? Well, a great personality is is a big thing, and, and being able to see all different types of things, uh, car accidents, you, you know, you might, you might see blood or you might see a sick person. Mm -hmm. That's probably the biggest thing is a good personality that can handle that type of. A good personality with a strong stomach. Right. <laughs> and you have to be able to talk to people and, yeah. and, and find out what actually is wrong. Everything leads down a road. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's, it's kind of like a detective. You're trying to figure out what's going on and how you can help that person. So if somebody wanted to get started and become an EMT, if they're hearing this and thinking, you know what, I've always wanted to do it. I want to get started. Whether they're in Jackson or they're looking at a different community, how, what does the process typically look like to get started that way? Well, for most uh, departments, you, you fill out an application and you get interviewed. Um, there's a background check to make sure that you're able to become an EMT. You're going into people's homes and people have to trust you. So that's, mm -hmm. that's the big thing. So it's uh, uh, getting a background and filling out that application going through interview. Most departments will bring you on and then send you through school. Um, we do a, like a six-week academy, so you learn the basics about everything before we send you to school. That way we know, you know, if you're going to be here for a long time or not. Mm -hmm. It's never a crystal ball, but... Uh, no, but it's important that you have that reliability, right? And, right. and that the person's going to be there when somebody needs them. And, and being an EMT, it takes years to be a, you know, be good at it. So um, we want people that are going to be good at it, and mm -hmm. not just stepping in for a few minutes and deciding uh, that's not for them. Sure, sure. Are there resources out there if people wanted to do some of their own research and find out if if being an EMT would be right for them? Well, you can always Google anything, so sure. that's <laughs> perfect. Um, you can also look on the National Registry EMT website, okay. and it goes through exactly what you would go through in school. It's a great way to learn 
know if that's for you as well. Um, there's always videos, YouTube videos you can sure. watch. And and I suppose you as a, a veteran, is it a good position for a veteran to take on? So we do have a lot of veterans um, at, and they've been on the department for 20 plus years. They're the core, they're, but they're getting older and we mm-hmm. need to replace it with the younger. We don't have that middle age person right now because sure. there was a fall off. And so we're trying to bring new people in to create that or group again. And I think most departments are doing the same thing. Well, it's important that we obviously have these services in our, in all of our communities. And I think if, again, if you're listening to this and you're on the fence, I really encourage you to go and learn more about it and talk to your local fire and EMTs, right? Yeah. Come on, come on into the Jackson fire department or anywhere in the community. Um, you got Newburgh, you got Hewascom. Richfield, uh, Hartford, there's Slinger, there's tons of them. Mm-hmm. St. Lawrence, Allenton. Goldsville? Goldsville, yeah. <laughs> so everybody needs them. And it's yeah. it's not just Jackson. It's a lot of the smaller communities that are really, really hurting. And you know, they, they don't have the young base that, that is needed to fulfill that. Chief Sweeney, I appreciate you coming in. Thanks for all you do for our community. And we hope we can get a, a good crop of EMTs into our, our local communities. Well, I look forward to seeing people come in and, uh, and I, hopefully I hear the same from the other communities as well. Thank you again to Chief Aaron Sweeney from the Village of Jackson Fire Department for joining me today. I'm always looking for guests like Chief Sweeney to teach us about things that we might not already know about here in Washington County. If you have an idea... Or a guest of my show, something that's interesting here in Washington County, hit me up. 15withfuzz at gmail.com, spelled out 15withfuzz at gmail.com, or use the form at fuzz.cc slash guest. That's fuzz.cc slash G U E S T. New episodes come out every single stinking Monday, except for today, that's Tuesday. But it's my show and I do what I want. But I really do appreciate you listening. And we will talk to you next Monday right here on 15 Minutes with Fuzz.